Welcome to the Empowered Love Show and community of empowered lovers. Empowered lovers stay focused, take action, spread love, inspire change, practice self-love, forgive fully, and are unstoppable. Empowered lovers wage war against negativity, painful counseling, wasting time talking, and win. An empowered lover creates their relationship destiny through thoughts, actions, and awakening their love energy. They are not shackled to wait for their partners to change. They act and be the change they want to see. If this speaks to you, be sure to subscribe to the show, spread the word, and join the Facebook community of Empowered Lovers by searching Empowered Lovers. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer and I'm so excited that you're joining me in this episode because we're talking about the blame game. How to stop the blame game. Are you blamed for everything in your relationship? If so, today is about showing you how you can effectively respond to blame and enhance your marriage. Blame in any relationship is challenging to deal with, even more so in marriage. Your natural instinct may be to blame back, but all this does is create more tension. Husbands and wives that blame each other for their unhappiness, actions or inactions, find they get stuck in a spiral of resentment where they start building a case against each other. I don't want this for you. If you're being blamed for everything in your relationship or you are both trapped blaming one another, then I'm hoping that this will help help you to put an end to this. The first thing when looking to rid your relationship from blame is recognising what purpose blame may serve to an individual. Some people revert to blaming others because it protects their self-esteem by diverting attention away from themselves. Others revert to blame because they have learned early on in life that it's painful to be wrong or in the wrong. Some people may blame because it's easier than facing the truth. Then there are some of us who were raised by parents who never took responsibility for their actions. When you're able to look at what is blame doing for your spouse and have compassion, you'll be well on your way towards a path of a blame-free marriage. I'm going to share a few stories with the names change from couples that have joined my Empowered Love online program and have massive transformations in their relationship. They too had the blame game going on, several of them, and they managed to stop it. So before we get into the success stories and how to address blame, let's look and examine whether blame is happening in your relationship. What are the signs? So I'm going to read some statements and just make a mental note if you're driving or some people clean when they're listening to my audios or walking or at the gym. So make a mental note if the statement is true or false for you. And if you're listening where you have a pen and paper, you may want to number the statements that I say and put T or uh, for true or F for false. Okay, so statement number one. My partner often blames me for our marriage problems. My partner often blames me for his or her unhappiness. We are both fed up with certain aspects of our marriage. My partner refuses to acknowledge their contribution to the problems. My partner blames me for their behaviour. Whenever I try to discuss our relationship with my partner, I end up being blamed. My partner refuses to talk about certain issues. I refuse to acknowledge my contribution to the problems. I shut down when I am blamed or retaliate. 
The more of these signs of blame that exist in your relationship, the bigger blame is impacting your marriage happiness. A common question I often get asked is, Nicola, what can I do or should I do when my husband or wife blames me for the marriage problems? And this is what I'm going to address here with you today. So here are some reasons why your husband or wife may blame you. One, protect self-esteem. When we blame something or someone else for our behaviour, we take away the responsibility and focus away from us. Claire and Roberto were fighting over Claire's sex drive. She was not in the mood for sex after the birth of their second child. She became less and less interested and more and more frustrated with her husband's advances. She was tired of doing everything single-handedly in her home. Whilst Roberto worked and went out more and more, she felt more and more resentful and isolated. He blamed her for the marriage problems, stating that her withholding sex made him stressed and needing to go out and let off steam. He said it was her problem to fix her low libido. Claire blamed Roberto that if he was more helpful, cheerful and supportive, husband, she would find him more attractive and want to be intimate with him. They were stuck in this vicious cycle of blame and neither felt loved or heard. Both were refusing to look at their own behaviour. It was far easier to blame than look within and be willing to make the changes. Both secretly felt, I don't want to have to change. They are the one that needs to change. When we blame others for what we say, think and do, we give away our power. It also damages the relationship because we stop acknowledging and addressing the real problems. Ignored issues only get bigger. The often unconscious thought process for those who blame their spouse is, if I blame myself, I will feel inadequate. If I blame my spouse, I may get what I want. It never works, but thinking this way may make them continue to find reassurance in blaming. Mike was having a stressful time in the office and instead of blaming work, he was blaming his wife for his stress because she didn't make the home as tidy and as quiet as he liked. For such men and women, their spouse is playing the role of a scapegoat. It protects the self-esteem but harms the marriage. The more a person is insecure, the more they will resort to blaming. This is where compassion can come in, recognising that blaming is often not personal just a way of coping with insecurities. The second reason that individuals blame their partners for things in the relationship is because the blaming is habitual. Sometimes people blame because it's what they've learned to do throughout their life, where blaming has become a habit. Often a person will pick this up from a partner or influential figure growing up, like a parent. People that do this may not know how to deal with conflict or relationship problems in a healthy way. I have someone like this in my close family. Actually, my mother. She still amazes me how she can blame everything on someone else. Even if she's decided to take an action, she will say that she heard it on the radio that this was a good idea, or she heard it on TV, or she told my other sister, and my sister didn't say not to. So she sometimes she blames things on people's inactions. And it took me some time to realise that she just couldn't tolerate responsibility. She just couldn't accept responsibility for her actions. 
And she's always been like that. And so she probably learnt that. And I believe that everyone is doing the best they can with the resources that they have. I used to get angry. But now I really feel for her. She doesn't have another way to deal with problems. She doesn't have another way to handle and to look within. She doesn't have that strength and that courage to say, I made a mistake. I'm wrong. And it makes me love her even more. Because... I just really feel for her that you know, perhaps she's so stuck in, in this way of dealing with problems and it doesn't deal with any problems because if you don't take any responsibility for your life, you give away all your power. It's a horrible way to live. And so my resentment or my anger then just turned to complete compassion because it takes strength to say, look what I'm doing. It takes strength to realize and, and, and own up to what we're doing to cause problems in relationships. The third one is blame for change. The great thing about a partner who blames is that they're expressing their viewpoint and the existence of problems. This is healthier for the marriage than bottling up frustrations inside, as denial of problems and burying one's head in the sand makes it far more difficult to resolve issues. It is also a sign of wanting the relationship to change for the better. A person who blames will stop blaming if they no longer care about the relationship because that's when they switch off. That's when they decide that the relationship is hopeless. So if your partner is still complaining and still blaming, then that is a positive sign. Even if right now they see the only way to improve the relationship is you improving yourself, is an indication that they care. And then you can use the blame to create more change. So let's look at why we need to stop the blame game. Blaming is self-destructive. It's disempowering rather than empowering. It hurts the relationship and blocks closeness. The fact is, people who blame create more negativity for themselves and others. If you allow your spouse to repeatedly blame you, you will eventually emotionally reject your spouse. There is nothing loving about allowing yourself to be a victim and vice versa. Marriage counselling often focuses on blame, where a couple go and each take it in turns to share why they think their partner is at fault for their problems. Which is why my approach to strengthening marriages is very different to traditional marriage counselling. There is no blame... There is no painful conversations. I work with a couple individually and then together we create strategies and actions to move forward. I meet many couples who get caught in the blame game through marriage counselling and leave feeling worse off and even further apart than ever before. And this is why the Empowered Love online programme that I created ensures that actions are being taken and any change that is occurring is lasting because it comes from the person that's going to make that change. Change doesn't last if we feel forced to make that change, if we are doing it because someone has told us to do it. And that is another reason why sometimes people go to marriage counselling and then feel like the changes don't last or they try to save the relationship on their own by talking and feel that the relationship doesn't 
last. And that's because the actions that are being taken are not sustainable, they're either too much, they haven't come from the individual that's making those changes. The only way for lasting change is through inspired, giving, loving action. Occasionally, people who blame want marriage counselling because they want their therapist to side with them and blame their spouse. This does not help the couple either. Whether the marriage therapist agrees or doesn't agree, it's not going to make anything better in your relationship or your home. Some people desperately want the marriage therapist to say their partner is wrong. And when they don't, they blame the marriage counsellor for being wrong and not very good. And so they quit counselling. And as I mentioned, the key is to realise that talking alone does not save a marriage. Only actions do, which is why forward-focused coaching is far more effective than marriage transformation. So if you're one of saving your marriage alone or you're going to get support, make sure, whatever you do, that you find someone who is forward-focused and also supports you to make changes within you because it's, we can only really work on ourselves. We can't really work on the relationship. We can work on ourselves showing up in the relationship. We can work on our own feelings, our own inner world, and how we relate. If you haven't already seen my Marriage Meek Secret Masterclass, it's 60 minutes, and I show you how you can completely transform your relationship from the inside out. The link is going to be put with this show, so watch that. And it's really, really powerful. It's got a 98% success rate in changing relationships just in 60 minutes. Because remember, who is right and who is wrong ultimately is not the issue here. The real issue is what can you do to increase the love and connection between you and your spouse. So I'm going to share with you now what you can do to stop blame in your relationship. First, realise that you cannot stop them blaming overnight. But with the right loving actions and words, you can make headway and bring about a positive change quickly. Those I coach and help to put an end to their partner blaming find by far the best and most effective way for long-term change is being consistent, leading by example, and following the steps that I'm going to share with you now. So the five key steps. Number one is to listen wholeheartedly. We all want to be heard in our relationship and feel like our opinion matters and is valid. When our partner raises complaints about us, the worst thing we can do is ignore it. I cannot tell you how many people share with me in the Empowered Love program that it was only when they joined the program they started making massive changes. They started taking massive actions to make each other happy. Husbands and wives confess that Their husband or wife asked for change years back or months back. And it's only through the program they felt inspired and equipped to act. So if your partner has made complaints, listen to them and take action. And if you haven't listened to them, if you kind of switch off when they're trying to speak to you, then make sure that you do listen. Number two is to validate their viewpoint. Tell them that you can see how they might think that way or what they're saying makes sense or you can see how they may hold you jointly responsible for some aspect. When you validate, you can stop bickering over different sides and whose fault it is and start working on fixing their behaviour or 
lack of their behaviour that is causing tension. Because often in a relationship, we keep defending our side, we keep sticking up for ourselves if we feel that our partner thinks our viewpoint is crazy. If they, we feel that they just aren't getting us at all, then we can feel the need to keep on putting across our viewpoint. But when we feel like, okay, they get me, they understand that I'm not crazy, they understand where I'm coming from, we let our guard down, we can relax, and headway can be made. Three, it's ask for an action. After you've shared, what, what will you do about it? Does some action need to be stopped or replaced with something else? Are there any steps you can implement to become closer together? Part of the Empowered Love program involves each spouse making one behaviour request change per week. So perhaps do that. Think of an action that you would love your spouse to change for that week and ask for them to give you one and support each other in that way. Actions address problems. So use each incident of blaming as an opportunity for action to increase your cooperation and greater closeness. Four is stand up for yourself. Just as you can't stop blaming by blaming back, you also won't stop blaming by being passive. You need to assert yourself and your viewpoint in a non-attacking way. Those I support to do this often start by letting their partner know what they will and won't accept. Putting boundaries around any kind of verbal abuse or unjust blame can rebuild respect. For example, Martin's wife cheated on him for a year and blamed him for it. After working with me to transform his relationship, he said to his wife that he could not accept responsibility and blame for her cheating, but he could acknowledge and apologise for all the things he failed to do. By accepting responsibility for his part and standing up for himself, he was re-establishing the respect and leading by example by owning up to his part in their problems. Sue was another lady that I was working with. She said to her husband that she would not accept his verbal abuse. That abuse is a choice and not a result of anything she has done. She started to earn his respect back by respecting herself like this. Standing up for yourself will do nothing to threaten or harm your spouse. They are not attacks. They are simply a way of saying what you will and won't tolerate in a fair way. It can take away any payoff in them blaming you, causing the blaming to stop. And the last one that I wanted to mention today is to be loving. And the last one I want to share is be loving. Increase the love and compassion in your marriage by being as loving as possible, even throughout their blaming. Consider the fact that their self-esteem could be low and they are blaming as a way to protect themselves or because they just don't know any better. Showing compassion for them will dissolve distance and repair when done in parallel with respecting yourself. A loving home can be created when everyone is respected and responsible. And with this, the key is really being the change that you want to see, as Gandhi said, leading by example, giving love, and rather than retaliating back with blame, listening, empathising, and finding a new way forward through actions. This is what it takes to, to really become closer. So if you're inspired to take more action now, then I'm going to put the links with this episode, the links to book a free call with me. If you're struggling in your relationship right now, I do offer a 30 
minute relationship rescue consultation where we can look at what's happening in your relationship and how to improve it. I have the 60-minute masterclass, which I'll put the link here, and I also have the ebook Seven Secrets to Saving Your Relationship or Fixing Your Relationship, should I say. So if any of those interest you, be sure to look at the links and I wish you a wonderful, wonderful week ahead. And just a shout out and a thank you to those of you who have left a rating and review this month. I really, really appreciate it. It keeps me inspired and motivated to create more episodes. If there is a topic that you would love me to talk about, if you want to have the answer to a burning question, please email me. The reason that I'm actually created this episode is because a lovely lady wrote to me and said about blame in her relationship and I thought, wow, I'll share the transformations and what has worked for those that are in the Empowered Love Programme. So I hope this has been useful for you again and take care of yourself until we are together again. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered Love Show with Nicola Beer. We are delighted to be connecting with you in this way. Our mission is to spread more love in the world and for everyone to live a passionate, happy and love-filled life. If you haven't already watched the Empowered Love Formula Masterclass or booked a free Empowered Love Strategy session, you can sign up for free using the link listed alongside this episode or reach Nicola Beer at www.nicolabeer.com.